Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. As I always say, I've got a great episode in store for you. I'm sitting here in front of Caitlin Fondano, and Caitlin is, she works with Specialized Real Estate Group, and I got introduced to her by another friend on LinkedIn. You know how people on LinkedIn reach out to reach out to you all the time, but shout out to Devin Britton for reaching out. He is a, a longtime listener of the podcast, and I really appreciate him connecting me to Caitlin. And uh, Caitlin is actually part of an organization that is near and dear to my heart, and that's the Urban Land Institute. And she is the director of the Young Leaders Group, which is a YLG, as, they, as the cool kids call it, is a program that Ur- the Urban Land Institute puts on to basically foster and grow leaders in the the land planning space, if you will, from all walks of life and 
all careers. And so I thought it would be great to have her come on because, you know, one of the things that we talk about here in Northwest Arkansas is we're trying to be intentional, intentional about placemaking. We're trying to create an area that we want our kids to live in, that we want our grandkids to be a part of. We want to be able to look back in 30, 40, 50 years and say, wow, this is, look at what we created. And that doesn't happen by accident. It happens with will. It happens with determination. It happens with hard work. It happens with relationship building. And it happens with programs like the Young Leaders Group, where where minds are molded and ideas are exchanged in an area that is is just continuing to grow so fast that every time you blink, there is something else that has changed in this area. I mean, am I am I overstating it, Caitlin? No, I mean that's exactly right, and I think that's why groups like this have been identified as really pivotal to Northwest Arkansas to make sure that that knowledge and responsibility is being passed down generationally as opposed to the current leaders in our in our region. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. So and and so I'm glad you're here today because again, this continues a conversation that I have been having over and over again. I've been doing some programs with the Northwest Arkansas Council. They have the Future is Now Speaker Series with Duke McClarty and Isabel Gamara and, and the rest of the great folks at the Northwest Arkansas Council. And you know we're talking about all kinds of factors that play into how you grow an area from affordable housing to placemaking to specifically creating job opportunities. I mean, there are a number of, of things that play into that. And so what you're what you guys are doing with the young leaders group, I think is really important and people need to be made aware of it. And so this is a this is a podcast episode where you're going to learn a lot about the young leaders group and we're going to talk a little bit about ULI. But before we get into that, we certainly want to introduce our our guest today on the podcast. So Caitlin, as we always do, and I know you've listened to the podcast before, I would love for you to share your superhero origin story. You can go back as far as you want, but just give us the cliff note version of who you are and and what brought you to Northwest Arkansas. Sure. Um, so originally born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I went to school there studying construction management um, at Arizona State but really got introduced to the world of construction. And although it was was really only introductory back then, got my kind of start in the sticks and bricks of things working with Habitat for Humanity. Okay, And that's a group I participated at from a very young age um, with my father and participated with for well over 14 years. And that was 35 plus weeks a year building homes with father and friends and kind of understanding how communities were shaped. And so that led to an interest in construction management and completed that program again at Arizona State, which put me into a role with a general contractor, DPR Construction, who I worked for both in Phoenix and in Los Angeles up until the point that I decided I kind of needed to make transition in my career and went back to school at that point into the real estate development program. It's a master's program again at Arizona State University and used that as kind of the pivoting point in making the transition into development. And so began a career after that program in real estate development, working for a small scale adaptive reuse developer in the Phoenix area. And then shortly after my husband and I got married, we very quickly realized that we wanted to raise a family in a place that really felt like home to us, that had a community that we could be a part of and that we could see value and what it would bring opportunities for us and and family alike. And so made the decision 
to move to Northwest Arkansas, which is a place that I had family from. Uh, Grandparents lived here. Uncle lived here. Parents and sisters at that point had all moved here themselves. So I was the last man standing in Phoenix, as it were. And family was important to us, as, as was quality of life. And obviously, Northwest Arkansas fit that bill perfectly. And so even through the program we're talking about today, uh, ULI connected me with the company I now work for, Specialized Real Estate Group. And that was kind of the, the pivot point, if you will, of us moving to Northwest Arkansas and beginning where we're at here today. Very cool. I like that. And so you were the last woman standing in Arizona. And you know, the, the ironic thing about that is that a lot of people re, are reloc- have relocated to the Phoenix area. And so for a number of reasons, I mean, there are Californians that have relocated there and some people relocate there for the weather. It's a milder, it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. And, so. and we advertise ourselves as a dried out version of, of California. Right, uh, right. Someday California will break away and there'll be beachfront property, as we all know there in, you in go. Arizona. But yes, many people are traveling there. And I mean, you can imagine the change of perspective moving from a city who at that point in time had well over three times the population as a city yeah. of Arkansas as a whole. And so the transition that that brought with us. But my husband grew up in a small town like Havasu. In yeah, Arizona. I know where that is. And so it was familiar for him. And it to us, it, it was really an opportunity to be a part of a community, to have a place that we can make a difference in the work that we were doing and an opportunity where our kids could play on the street. We could go to the market. We could go to the farmer's market as we did this weekend and see people that we knew. And, and so we've gotten exactly what we were looking for. That's very cool. That's very cool. So, well, we're certainly glad you're here and, and we're glad that you are making this home, right? And I think that's the interesting part to it is that you know, you guys got here and you didn't really let any grass grow under your feet. You just got, you just dug right in and got involved. And I think that's really cool. Can you tell us just a little bit about Specialized Real Estate Group and the work that you guys do? Sure. Yeah. So my role with Specialized Real Estate is I'm the Director of Development. And so in that overseeing the development and construction projects that we're participating in, and we are a real estate developer with really a commitment to building healthy places and healthy spaces throughout Northwest Arkansas. Okay. And so the bread and butter of, of what we build would be multifamily communities. And there's examples of those in our Brick Avenue projects in Bentonville, in the South Yard lofts that we're under construction on in South Fayetteville. And then really the placemaking that we find to bring those projects together and kind of make them complete. And that includes the commercial developments of South Yard as is really the most recent example of that. And so we bring health into our projects in a number of ways, including the building form and and function, but also in how the spaces are designed, how the spaces between the buildings are designed, and really try to take a holistic approach. And we both develop and manage our properties, which is given us kind of the unique position to make long-term decisions that mm-hmm. are best for those properties and the residents who are going to be dependent on them as their homes. And so we've been doing that in, as I said, a number of projects throughout Northwest Arkansas and so remind me, the South Yard lofts, are those the ones that are like right below the library? No, that would be Integrity's Net Zero Project. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, yes. All right, so we so. are uh, just at South School and MLK. Okay. So if okay. you can imagine right behind Bond Battery. Yes, I know where that is. Okay, perfect. So South School and MLK. And well, it's the network building is what you're referring to across right. from the library. Yeah, yeah. I know where that is. So, okay, cool. So obviously you've been here for a couple of years now. I think you said you and your husband got here in 2019. You did buy some property and started rehabbing a place and then the pandemic happened and then you, some kids came along and all kinds of interesting things have happened. And now you find yourself overseeing or running this young leaders group. 
Tell us a little bit about this group and what you're hoping to see happen here in Northwest Arkansas with this group. Oh, and by the way, you are a 40 under 40 as well. So we want to, you know, that's not a that's not a light accolade. That's a big deal. And so I want to congratulate you for being bestowed with that honor. So Well, I appreciate you mentioning that. And yes, it is quite an honor and unexpected, no doubt. But I'm very excited that that was bestowed upon me and to be in part of that collection of people. So, Well, I mean, it is a bestowing because like people have to say, hey, this person is, it's not like you raise your hand and be like, hey, consider me. It's like people are like, no, this this young lady is legit and she's doing her thing. So I think that's exciting. Well, thank you. Yes. Yes. It was a very exciting opportunity. And one my husband is now since very jealous of. So that's even more. <laughs> well, there you go. You got that over him. So exactly. there you go. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Anything to keep rank in the household. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could just call him Mr. 40 under 40. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's only got a few, few years left to qualify himself. So he needs to get to work. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything can happen. We're holding out hope for you, my man. So, so yeah, no, tell us a little bit about the Young Leaders Group and why people should care about this particular group and potentially get involved? Sure. No, and I appreciate you having me on, obviously, to kind of help spread the message specific to this. And so, as you mentioned, ULI as a whole has a mission of kind of shaping and informing the built environment and the future of the communities in which they're within, including Northwest Arkansas. But the Young Leaders Group specifically is an affinity group of ULI Northwest Arkansas that is targeting those under the age of 35 with the mission to really help develop the next generation of leaders in Northwest Arkansas. We're supported by our members and volunteers who are all within different disciplines, and that includes myself in the development side, financing, architecture, really any of the components that you imagine affect land use. And that extends into even marketing, planning, engineering. The list is really quite extensive when you get into it. And so the intent is really that we harness the power of the group of individuals that qualify and that they bring a unique perspective to this market just based upon where they are in their careers. And I don't know that they're necessarily able to leverage that in their individual opportunities. But if you kind of consider the collective power of the group as a whole, that we can put that all to good use. And so young leaders kind of specifically are uniquely equipped to approach problems differently just based upon where they are. And that includes technology, emerging trends, The way that young leaders specifically can consume and kind of leverage technology, I think, as we know with all things happening, AI included, will really be pivotal. Exactly. (laughs) I'm still trying to Google that myself. It's all good. (laughs) No one knows. That's the real answer. Right. But I think it makes the perspective that they have unique and their voice quite powerful just because of the influence that they individually can have. And so what we're trying to do is really capture that talent and give them a place to network both amongst themselves and then with the larger both ULI and Northwest Arkansas community. And that's being done through the ULI YLG group. Wow. So that's exciting. And I'm glad you stated it the way that you did, because it actually lines up perfectly with a lot of advice that I give to companies when I come in to talk to them about leadership and also about the generational differences that exist within an organization and how, you know, if I'm a gen, I'm a gen X. So, you know, my thing is how do I harness millennials? How do I harness the power from a gen Z, right? And these digital natives 
that basically come out of the womb sending text messages and Snapchats and all this other good stuff. And, you know, this idea is that, you know, each successive generation that comes out is going to do even greater things in the generation before it. And they're going to be able to leverage those tools and skill sets that are native to them. And I think it's important to have a safe place where where that can happen. And also with with the young leaders group, what I hear you saying is that you guys provide a framework through which each all of these talented individuals that come together. You know, you've heard you hear the expression, you can go far by yourself, but you can go together. You can go much further. And so when you're able to bring people together and kind of give them an understanding of what we're trying to accomplish, say, for instance, in Northwest Arkansas, as we continue to grow half a million people now, going to be a million people by 2040, 2045, depending on whose numbers you believe, a lot's going to happen over the next, and again, I don't like to do public math, but over the next 23, 24 years. It's just, so it's going to be, you know, is, is everybody going to, it's all hands on deck to make this happen. And so a program like YLG, I think is a really important program to be a part of. And you stated it very clearly. These individuals are coming from a lot of different career sets, marketing. You talked about architects and engineers, students even from that perspective, right? And so there are plenty of opportunities for people to get involved in a program like this. And you don't have to be conferred upon with a specific degree or something like that to get involved with the Young Leaders Group. That's correct. And I appreciate you mentioning that because, I mean, if you have an interest in land use, if you have an interest in how communities are built, an interest in real estate, and most people, I think, kind of say, well, real estate development is is what it is. And perhaps I'm not directly related to that. But I mean, the list of disciplines that actually play a role in any of these buildings that get brought out of the ground is extensive. And each of those, I mean, has a voice within the community. And I think YLG specifically provides them the forum to bring that that knowledge. And the voice of many is obviously stronger than any individual and for good reason. And so the idea that we can kind of bring these people together, curate conversations specific to where they are at in their career, bring them opportunities to advance or be mentored specific to that, the roles that they're currently in, and then harnessing that information to both influence and inform, really. And so I think we are very much in our infancy as a program. This is the inaugural year that we're currently in. But I think it's really powerful what we have the opportunity to do. And a group such as ours in a community such as Northwest Arkansas is really set to be more powerful than it may be even in other cities. Just because, as you mentioned, so much development is happening here and so quickly versus larger metropolis areas where it's pretty well established, well, perhaps mature. status quo. Yeah, Correct. they're mature. I mean, and, and, and I mean, I feel like here... Every time I turn around, there's something new. Like even what you were describing, that that net zero project there right below the library. I mean, just a couple of years ago, that wasn't even there. Matter of fact, just a couple of years ago, most of the land south of the library, there was not a lot over there. And so I just marvel. I've only been here eight years. I feel like I've been here for forever, but eight years, I've seen a lot of change. And so you can only imagine what it's going to be like over the next five to 10 and being a part of a group like the Young Leaders group, I think is important because you will, you know, it's like a lot of times we say, hey, put me in coach. I want to do something. This is the opportunity for you to do something right now. Not like, well, we'll wait till you're seasoned and a little bit more mature and all this. No, you can get thrown right into the mix instantly. And I believe that's what YLG will offer from an experiential standpoint for young professionals 
that have an interest in placemaking, have an interest in, you know, being a part of how this area grows. No, I think that's fair. And I mean, my goal and kind of vision for what YLG can become is almost an accelerator. Yeah. So you have a dynamic group of young professionals who are all coming from different facets and different fields. But if that group can collectively become an accelerator for change as they see appropriate within the roles that they're playing, then what a fantastic opportunity we've created, not only for our community to harness and leverage the information that comes out of that group, but also for the individuals who are able to participate. Yeah. Now, that's exciting. I got, I got kind of got goosebumps thinking about it because in I know what the ULI is capable of. I've been affiliated in or involved with ULI since the late 90s. And so I know I don't look that old, but I mean, I've been around doing this for a while, but I've always been impressed with the Urban Land Institute's approach to things, approach to education, approach to policy. And they're, you know, having an organization like ULI NWA here in this area is really important. And so this is just another spoke off of that hub that is ULI Northwest Arkansas. And it's going to, it's going to be an important spoke. It is. And I think there are multiple spokes, as you mentioned, in the Ready program that you recently featured, uh, WLI, which is the Women's Leadership Initiative, and then Young Leaders Group now being the third. And I mean, collectively, each of those programs had their own targets, but we're working within the umbrella of ULI, which has a much larger mission, as you mentioned. And so we get the benefit of the support, the resource, the really experience of the larger ULI network and are able to put it in a community such as North Arkansas, where it can be really influential, I think, if done correctly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's I like I like hearing stories like that. And, and it's great to see a program like this, you know, get off the ground. How does one get involved with the young leaders group? And I imagine somebody's listening to this. They're a young engineer just out of fresh year out of school. Maybe they're working at McClellan. Maybe they're working at Kraft and Tull or Olson or fill in the blank, any of the design firms that are here locally in Northwest Arkansas, or maybe they are a design professional from another part of the country thinking about moving here the way you and your husband did a couple of years ago. How do they get involved with this program? So most directly would be obviously becoming a member of ULI and YLG members get the benefit of membership at 50%, which is helpful and a monthly payment plan, which is less than you'll pay for your phone bill each month. Sure. So there's that's the kind of most direct route, but certainly becoming aware and a follower of the social media platforms we're on so that you can participate in many of the events that we put on. And our goal for the year has been to hold two events within each quarter, and we're going to well exceed that this year. Okay. Our events are really, there's a number of kind of categories that we've qualified them in, and they include networking events, which are happy hours, social events kind of the standard standard events, especially popular with young leader type individuals. And then we have our impact events. And so those are community events, basically, where we're volunteering as a collective group for one of the nonprofit organizations within this area. And so participating in one of those and using that as an opportunity to kind of meet individuals within the Young Leader Network. We also have the content series, which is those may be site tours, those may be hosted events with a curated speaker to facilitate a discussion specific to an issue either affecting Northwest Arkansas or land use as a whole. And so, I mean, I think participation is the best way to become involved. And that 
it means inquiring about and, and finding a way to join us in one of our upcoming events. Yeah. It's like the lottery. You got to be in it to win it. So you, do. you can't <laughs> win if you don't play. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, that's exciting. And I know a couple of the events that you guys are going to do, and, and these may be events that happen with some regularity is the curator conversation and then the Pacucha, Pachuca. Pecha Kucha. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, I've, I've ruined that. For those of you that know what I'm talking about, you're like, this dude just totally butchered that. But I've heard it said a million times and I'm usually good with pronouncing and things. But yeah, Pecha Kucha got, got the best of me. So, But just tell us a little bit about both of those events. So if anybody sees this listed online or on social media and you see YLG or the Young Leaders Group with ULI and you see Curate a Conversation mentioned or a Pecha Kucha, you know, this is something that you could participate in. But just real quickly, just tell us a little bit about both of those programs. Sure. So Curated Conversations is a series we're hoping to hold at least twice a year. It's best defined as speed networking. And so it gives an opportunity for mentees, which are members at that point, it's a member-only event, mentees to go roundtable with uh, who we've identified as kind of leaders in our community. And that can include presidents or partners of any of the firms that, again, have a role in land use and development. And so it's a series where they really get to spend 10 minutes asking questions, gaining insight, perspective, however they wish to use that. And it's meant to be an intro to those individuals, not necessarily a mentorship at that point in time, but hopefully a launching point to creating conversations to follow up with those that they've kind of had impactful conversations with. So that being the curated conversations, the Pachacucha is somewhat opposite of that. It is open to all from an audience perspective, but the format will be a call to participate from those that are eligible in the YLG kind of member bracket to basically present to a larger audience. And that would be the audience of anywhere from public to anyone who's just interested in ULI. And I think it offers a really unique opportunity for young leaders to both present and really speak in front of a group of leaders or peers alike on lessons learned, on projects, on really just anything that they may be interested in. So that'll be happening, hopefully with some regularity in the programming as well. Now, the format with that, uh, with the Peshakucha is six minutes and 20 slides. Is that, I I know it's, there's some kind of format that goes along with it. And I, I, I can never remember exactly. The bottom line is, why that th- that format of presentation is so important is because it helps you to distill your thoughts and ideas down to the most important things that you want to share. You know, a lot of times, and I do a lot of presentations and I'm constantly using 30 point font and no bullet points or anything like that because I, I use mostly images and I talk about themes and ideas because when we watch presentations, we don't remember a lot of data and information like that. We don't process it that way. So if you can then change and turn your presentations into more storyboard form, you'll have a much better chance of landing with those in the audience and getting your point across more effectively. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. And I, we may <clears throat> both get criticized for not knowing name or format exactly correctly, but I believe it's 20 slides, 20 seconds. That's what it is. And yeah. we'll, we'll get it right by the time it happens, I promise. 20 seconds, 20 slides. And as you said, I mean, you need to practice. You can't right. just you can't just pull it off without the whim or off the whim, if you will. But 
It is a difficult form of presentation, but it makes for a very exciting presentation to be an audience member of. You have to get your content across very clearly. You have to be concise in your thoughts and you have to have a good story because if you miss it, if you forget, if you stumble, the slides moved on and you have to catch up. And so I think it's, it's an engaging format that should be quite an exciting event for us to put on. And I think hopefully provides some really interesting experiences for our young leader group. Absolutely. Because no one has ever said, I wish that presentation was a five minutes <laughs> longer. longer. Yes. No one ever said that. So no, I think that's great. So hopefully people will be able to participate in this, whether in the audience or as a brave soul that comes up front and actually does that. So I, I think that's going to be exciting. Well, great. So I appreciate you just taking time to educate our audience about the Young Leaders Group with uh, ULI Northwest Arkansas. Again, this is a group that has peer programs around the country. And so it's not, this is not something that was just created out of you know thin air. This has, uh, has had practice and has had success. Our goal is to try to see that replicated here in Northwest Arkansas. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. And I mean, this is a, it's a volunteer based organization as ULI is generally as a whole. Which always amazes me when I think about it. Cause like everybody's like so hyped on ULI and it truly is a volunteer thing. I mean, you've got, you either all in or you're not. And most of the people that I run across that are involved with ULI stuff, they're just all in and they look at placemaking as a part of who they are. I look at it that way. I mean, you know, honestly, this podcast is a form of placemaking, right? Because I'm trying to speak what I want to see happen here in Northwest Arkansas by virtue of the people that I hope I attract here with this podcast, by the stories that I tell about the great things that are happening that we'd like to see amplified. That's just part of it. So this is like my way of being, you know, being involved in that. Sure. And I think if if we all want as great of a community as we believe we live in today to continue, then I think we have somewhat of a responsibility to participate in it. Yeah. And so yourself and podcast, my role in, in the Young Leaders Group as I am now, I think it's each of us kind of fulfilling that responsibility in one way or the other. And so it's now we're just trying to harness the power kind of collectively as a group. But I think you made a good point. I mean, it's a volunteer organization that seems to do well above its weight class right. and caliber of events and quality of content. And I hope that that's something people see in both the kind of work of the district council as a whole, but also in the affinity group, such as YLG. Yeah. Well, that, and that's all you can ask for, right? I mean, and certainly if you can punch above your weight, that's always a good thing. So, well, Caitlin, best point of contact for the Young Leaders Group for you so that anybody listening to this is like, oh, yeah. I want to be a part of this or somebody that might say, hey, I'd like to be a mentor to one of these young people that is coming through this program. And I feel like I have something to share with them. How can people get involved and get in contact? Yeah. So the most direct way would be through the ULI Northwest Arkansas website okay, or certainly connecting with me directly. My role is the committee chair runs through mid next year. And so I've got just about another year left myself. Okay, But I am happy to have any and all of those conversations. And I think your point that there is an opportunity and really a call for participation, including both those who are eligible to be members themselves, but also companies within this area that are supportive of our mission. And okay. that could be, of course, sponsorship. We'll always <laughs> take those opportunities, but more so in the investment of time as a mentor, perhaps people being, if you could promote kind of within your company, the participation of those individuals qualified as YLG members themselves mm-hmm. and encourage them to do so, as I often find that they may not think that they have 
the authority to kind of join or can make it a priority within their company or time to do so. And then also, I mean, programs, if you're working on something great and would like to have it featured as one of our site tours or content series, please reach out and let us know that information. Yeah. I mean, I can see anybody listening to this leveraging the young leaders group for a number of different reasons, right? I mean, you think of, imagine all the stakeholders that would be participating in this program and how you could interact with them. And, you know, a lot of times, you you know, we're constantly sending out blind messages to people on LinkedIn and, and what have you. But imagine being able to connect with somebody that you actually know makes a huge difference. And a program like the Young Leaders Group can help you kind of with some of those introductions, can help you with just getting over the uncomfortableness of public presentation, of just kind of being out there, right? I mean, people would rather die than present publicly. I mean, let's just face it. So it's like, this is a chance for you to kind of get out of your shell and get a little uncomfortable while building some new relationships and making some new friends. You're right. I mean, you have the benefit of being in a group of peers at a majority of our events and whether it be some of the networking or more social ones, creating kind of the foundation of the relationship and then being able to leverage that. So if you're participating as a presenter in Pecha Kucha, you're speaking to an audience with a few friends in it and a few familiar faces. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope all of you listening get involved. And Caitlin, thank you so much for spending some time with us today here at the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I really appreciate the work that you're putting in. Like You're just four years into being here in Northwest Arkansas and you're making a difference on many levels, but I appreciate you, you know, bringing this program between you and Mr. Britton, bringing this to my attention so that we could feature it on the podcast because it is something that is important to me. And and hopefully we'll get a couple of new participants that have listened to this and have said, hey, I want to be a part of what you guys are doing. And what would make it even sweeter is if somebody that's in another part of the country thinking about relocating here and saying, yeah, I'm going to relocate here. And one of the first things I'm going to do is get involved with the Young Leaders Group. So I think that's awesome. And we'll make sure all of your contact information. I'll even put your LinkedIn profile in our show notes so that people can connect with you offline and learn more about what you're doing. But Caitlin Fondano, thank you so much for meeting with us and just sharing with us a little bit about what you're doing at Young Leaders Group. We wish you nothing but continued success at Specialized Real Estate Group. And maybe we'll have to have you on one day to talk about some of the unique projects that you're working on there as well, because I'm fully familiar with your organization. I think you guys are doing some interesting work and it's a it's a it's one of those things where we know that we're going to have to build more affordable housing here. We're going to have to build, you know, there's a lot of infill that's going to need to take place. We're going to have to be smart about how we do it so that we're not using our space indiscriminately because as you know, they're not building any more land. So we we have to we have to be judicious with what we have. So, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. That's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast, sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Be sure to sign up today. You can also subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.